The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Discover the power within. UnityOnlineRadio.org. The voice of an awakening world. Eat better, get healthy, and help animals. Welcome to Main Street Vegan with your host, Victoria Moran. New beginnings, wrote Lao Tzu, are often disguised as painful endings. And I have to say that ending today with Unity Online Radio as they go on to pursue other things is really sad. I have been doing this every Wednesday afternoon for almost 10 years, but I do have some things to share with you about what's going to be happening going forward with this wonderful program. And the good news is it will be going forward. So I'll tell you more about that in a little bit. Hi, everybody. I'm Victoria Moran. One more time, your host for the Main Street Vegan Program on Unity Online Radio, and this is my swan song with engineer Jeff Comfort. Jeff and his colleague, um, Louie, have been with me for so long, especially Jeff from day one, and I just cannot express the degree of my gratitude for all of his wonderful work and getting me out of all kinds of jams. And every now and then somebody would say a bad word and he would have to get it out before the live show went on the podcast. And so I just want to ask everybody who's listening, who is a praying person or a good energy sending person to just think about Jeff Comfort out there in Kansas City. We're going to wrap him in all kinds of light and love and great blessings for a wonderful new life and wonderful new professional growth and all kinds of amazing things for Jeff. 
So guess what? We're going to have an amazing time ourselves today, too, because I have one guest who's returning and one guest who's brand new, but the two of them collaborated on a book. Isn't that convenient? After the break, we're going to be joined by another gentleman uh, who has started something very cool called WeDidIt.Health. But right now I'm going to be talking with these two wonderful health luminaries and they are Dr. Scott Stoll, who is the founder of the Plantrician Project, and Daniel Purgis. He's a businessman and a guy about the world. And they got together to do a very powerful anthology called Disease Reversal Hope, Real People, Real Stories. Welcome, Dan and Dr. Stoll. Hello. Thank hey. you, Gloria. <laughs> It's great to be with you. Well, it's wonderful to be with you. You know, it's a great dance, even if it's the last one. So let's just hear a little bit about who each of you is. We'll start with Dan, since he hasn't been with us before. Just tell us your story and how you came to change the way you eat. So I had been a vegetarian for most of my life, starting at age 18, uh, my older sister was a nutritionist, and she uh, persuaded me that a vegetarian lifestyle was much healthier. <clears throat> I became a vegetarian, as I said, at age 18. And at age 62, I had a heart attack, which surprised me a great deal. Uh, while I was in the hospital... Uh, the um, cardiologist had inserted a stent, performed angioplasty, put in a stent. I was being held overnight for observation. And while I was in the hospital, I was watching CNN. And I saw an interview of Bill Clinton by Dr. Sanjay Gupta, the house doctor on CNN. Clinton had lost a lot of weight. And... Uh, Dr. Gupta was asking him why, what was behind that. And uh, Mr. Clinton said that after he left the White House, he had had quadruple bypass surgery. And that seemed to clear up his angina pain. But after a few years, the pain came back. He went back to see his physicians and they told him, Mr. President, there's nothing we can do for you. Your options are very limited due to the nature of his bypass and additional work that had been done. He was, uh, as you might imagine, quite distressed to hear that his options were limited. And he set about trying to find out what else he could do. And he came across uh, that book, which is today an institution. It's a uh, uh, we all know it in the plant-based world. It was Prevent and Reverse Heart Disease by Dr. Caldwell Esselstyn, Jr., uh, who had been at the Cleveland Clinic and was now conducting wellness seminars after retiring from the clinic, Cleveland Clinic. And he explained, Mr. Clinton explained, that it was amazing that... that uh, <clears throat> The, there were photos in the book that you had to just see them to believe them, showing arteries, uh, coronary arteries opening up 
significantly after just a short period of time on a plant-based, whole food, plant-based diet. My wife was out on the street trying to buy vegetarian food because the hospital had no vegetarian entrees on the menu. We are talking about one of the largest hospitals in the country. And they had no vegetarian options. I sometimes think the food was perfectly designed to get you into the hospital and keep you there. And I called her up on my cell phone and I said, forget the food, go get the book. Here's the book, go to Barnes and Noble, pick this up. And she came back to the hospital with the book and the two of us read it together in my bed, my ICU bed. And by the next morning, we were both whole food plant-based. For, for both of us, it was relatively easy because we were both vegetarians. But it was like the light went on when Dr. Esselstyn, or Essie as we call him, uh, explained that <clears throat> dairy, eggs, processed foods, these were the real culprits. And this is what had led to my heart attack. So it became immediately plant-based, whole food plant-based. In 60 days, I lost 25 pounds. My blood pressure went down by 20 points systolic. Um, virtually every marker went way down. My cholesterol, which had been at 215, was now 145. My LDL, which had been... Uh, I believe it was 139, was now below 100, was 90-something. And uh, the one that was really stood out for me was C-reactive protein, which is a marker of inflammation. And uh, if, if C-reactive protein, or CRP as it's called, uh, is above three, that's a red danger signal. If it's below one, it's considered safe. Mine had been at 3.4 when I had the heart attack. And within 60 days, it came down to 0.6, which was amazing. The cardiologists at the hospital were stunned. They had never seen anything like this. With all the medications that they have in their arsenal, so to speak, they can't get results like this. And they asked me, what am I doing? What's causing this? And I showed them uh, the book, uh, you know, Prevent and Reverse Heart Disease. I said, don't you know about this? And they said, no, we don't know anything about this, which astonished me. I asked them to research what clinical trials, what scientific trials had been done comparing a plant-based diet to some control. And they came back and they basically said very little had been done. And I said, okay, I'll fund a trial. Let's do a trial because I want to demonstrate scientifically the incredible impact of a plant-based diet. So we did that. The hospital agreed. We moved forward with a uh, rigorous randomized control trial. Half, there was 100 participants, half were put on a whole food plant-based diet, and half were put on the diet recommended by the American Heart Association, 
for cardiovascular disease patients. It was only eight weeks, but the uh, and the primary marker that we were testing for was C-reactive protein. And in, after eight weeks, uh, the patients on the plant-based diet had four times the reduction of CRP as compared to the people on the American Heart Association diet. This was big news. The Wall Street Journal wrote up an article on this study. And uh, the doctors at the hospital wrote a research article that was published in the Journal of the American Heart Association. So I have to hand it to them. They actually published that research. And that's what got me going down the road of the uh, whole food, plant-based lifestyle. I just kept digging into that more and more. And over the years, I came across many physicians like Dr. Stoll, who's fantastic, just no other words, and other physicians who have helped so many people reverse all kinds of chronic diseases. And I met with many of their patients because I needed to see this for myself. And I began to collect all these stories of people that reversed so many different diseases. And it struck me that there was no one book that people could go to, to read up. You know, there are many stories out there, but they're published in different areas. So various blogs, various uh, magazines that publish stories. And I thought it might be very useful to have it all in one book. And I approached Dr. Stoll and said, hey, would you like to be my co-author? Let's publish a book that has all these stories. So the book, Disease Reversal, Hope, Real People, Real Stories, has 36 stories, including the one I just told you. My story is in it. And um, they're remarkable stories. I mean, I, I, I get choked up every time I read them. They're, they're so powerful. And then I uh, decided to have a documentary film made of the stories in the book. So um, I, I hired uh, the filmmakers of the Eating You Alive, which is a great film. Mm -hmm. And um, I asked them to film a new film, to do a new documentary. It's about an hour and 20 minutes long. They just completed it literally last week. And I'm now negotiating with a major distributor to distribute it. Uh, it'll probably be just released this summer. They're talking about a theatrical distribution and uh, it, it'll be out this summer. It's called Disease Reversal Hope, the film. Beautiful. And, yeah, it's very powerful, very oh, emotional. Oh, that's so exciting. So, and I know those filmmakers, they've been on the program when they did um, Eating You Alive. They had this fabulous big bus with yes. <laughs> eating you alive on the side. So you need a disease reversal hope bus. You know, you can't do it without the bus. So Dr. Stoll, uh, you've been on a couple of times before. I, the last time was almost two years now, almost uh, two years to the day. But just fill us in a little bit about your background and then how the two of you connected and what you're excited about in terms of this book and film. 
Yeah, thank you, Victoria. And, uh, you know, just again at the outset, I want to honor you and applaud you for 475 shows. That is really a remarkable feat. You have touched and influenced tens of thousands of people, if not hundreds of thousands of people, and changed the way they think. This is really the beginning of change. And uh, you have been um, a change maker in so many ways. And I just want to honor you for being so consistent, so diligent, you and your team hanging in there to, to keep publishing these podcasts every single week. So thank you for all that you've done. And uh, we celebrate with you, you know, this amazing career you've had over the last decade. Thank you. So how did you just go from being a regular doctor like all the others to being the plantrician doctor? You know, if I had listened to my wife uh, earlier in medical school, I would have been six years ahead of where I started. So I have to give my wife always uh, credit and honor because she came to me in my second year of medical school and said, I really think we need to change our diet. And, you know, having come out of the Olympics and being an athlete, I asked the stupid question because I have to answer it now all the time. Where, do you, where am I going to get my protein? And uh, it was not a very intelligent question. My wife was way ahead of me, and it took me six years to catch up to her. Uh, but I'm much smarter now after almost 30 years of marriage, and I listened to her the first time. So it was uh, six years later after I'd finished residency that I was taking care of my patients, and I noticed that they were all telling me they were, were falling apart. And then one day a woman shared with me that falling apart really meant to her, you know, the erosion of her quality of life, her marriage, their finances, ability to travel, uh, attend church and social activities, have friends, you know, share her gifts, all completely eroded because of her diseases that were present in name only on my past medical history list. But I really didn't understand the implications of those diseases. I'd been trained to diagnose, do procedures, order tests, interpret tests, manage disease, but I never really understood how much these diseases really impact someone's quality of life. So that sent me on a personal learning journey that um, took me several years to really dial in that it's lifestyle and a whole food plant-based diet that transforms someone's life. Someone's life. So we started at home. Uh, we started at home with our uh, own family, changed our, our lives. We made a cookbook for my children. Uh, and my patients, and we saw incredible transformations, things that I'd never imagined were possible uh, in a short period of time. And uh, so that started my journey. Uh, we, I then ended up on the scientific advisory board at Whole Foods uh, and then was asked to do health immersions for their you know, unhealthy employees, which we saw, in, you know, again, changes in people's health that I did not know was possible in just um, a, a week's time. So it's... Yeah. And then out of that, recognizing that it took me so long to learn those things myself, uh, I decided that we needed to start a conference and a not-for-profit. So I partnered with Susan Benegas at the ACLM and my good friend Tom Dunham, and we started our first conference and the beginnings of the Plantrition Project in 2013 in Naples, and uh, have worked diligently since that time. And the rest is history. So I wanted to ask you something based on something that, that Dan said. When, when he had his incredible recovery, he said, the cardiologists were stunned. Why in the medical world is there so much being stunned and so little saying, show me, I, I want this for my patients too? 
Well, you know, part of it goes back to education and awareness. Uh, you know, an interesting study is that uh, upon entrance to medical school, 80% of medical school students believe nutrition is important. By the end of their second year of medical school, that number is zero. We actually train it out of them in the first two years of medical school. You know, the average medical school student receives 19 hours of nutritional education, and 40% of medical schools have zero nutritional education. And most of that education is really just ICU education, TPN, and the basics. And there's no lifestyle medicine education in any of the four years of undergraduate medical education or residency. And so doctors just don't know. They don't know, and, you know, because they were never taught, they don't believe it's possible. It's hard to imagine that your institution that trains you didn't teach you something so valuable. And uh, so they just have a huge blind spot in their understanding of the power of lifestyle and nutrition. And secondarily, they've never seen their patients actually make a lifestyle change, so they don't believe it's possible. Or they've only seen patients, you know, trial a diet change, cutting back on fat uh, in their diet, and, you know, it really doesn't make a difference. So from their experience, <clears throat> it's not possible. And uh, so, you know, they are stunned. They're stunned to know that it's possible. They're stunned to see the results that can actually happen in a very short period of time. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of disbelief around this as well. Um, and finally, you know, doctors are so busy today that really their exposure to the literature, the new research, is based upon what they get at their clinical meetings or their journals. And so they're not exposed to the thousands of articles like Dan's uh, study that he funded that are out there that demonstrate the power of nutrition to transform someone's life because there's, they're, they're not in those channels of exposure. Yeah. And so there's really this dearth of, um, of scientific uh, exposure uh, and education that leaves them in this position of just not knowing better. Victoria? Yes, I, yes indeed. Yeah, I'm going to give you a, another. Everything that Scott said, I would emphasize and underline. I'd like to give you a one-word answer to your Please. question. Yeah. Money, money, money. Now, I don't mean to be crass about it. Uh, most doctors that I have gotten to know, whether they're plant-based or not, are people that have a good heart. They want to help people. They got into the profession because they want to help people. But I, I have a saying in the material world, as opposed to the spiritual world, in the material world, whatever the question. 99 out of 100 times, the answer is money, okay? So just find out how, how the money flows, who's getting paid to do what. So medical schools, as Scott said, there's almost no nutrition taught in medical schools. Why not? Because there's no money in nutrition. Medical schools are funded by giant pharmaceutical companies, not only in outright grants of money, but think of all the clinical trials that you hear about. Every, almost every single one of them, and there are millions of dollars involved in every clinical trial, almost, all of that is funded by some pharmaceutical company because they want to get a drug cleared by the FDA. They want to get it on the market. There's huge money in it. 
there's I, I, I would always say there's nothing proprietary about a peach. <laughs> right? So there's no money in real money in funding nutritional trials. Well, then thank God for you and a few people like you who are doing this. So we've only got three minutes until we, we go to break. But I wanted to ask you, Dan, of all the stories in the book, other than yours and mine, what's your favorite or what's the most surprising? Uh, I think the one, you know, they're all very, very powerful. They're incredible stories in there. Adam Sud, Esther Loveridge. Uh, uh, just Mark Ramirez, just incredible stories in their own right. Uh, one that really speaks most potently to me uh, is Adam Sud's story because he, it's very emotional, very gripping, and it really comes across in the film. He's very effective in the film. He hit rock bottom. Now, one of the things about these stories for many people, not everyone, but for many people, they're so desperately sick that they reach a point where they'll overcome their objections to a plant-based lifestyle and they'll do whatever they can to get healthy. And when they reach that point, and, and part of it is also physicians themselves. There's a couple of, uh, there's several stories by physicians uh, Monica Agarwal, cardiologist, uh, uh, Sarai Stanchik, who I met at the Plantrician Conference, uh, who's uh, an infectious disease specialist. They, uh, the light bulb went on at a certain point in time in the midst of their suffering where they said, wait a minute, I'm a doctor. I know how to read research. I know how to do research. I'm going to dig into this myself. And when they started to do that, that's when the turning point came. Wow. And what was Adam Sud's condition? What did he overcome? He was grossly obese. He had ballooned up to 350 pounds. He was a drug addict. He was addicted to uh, Adderall, Ritalin, uh, and addicted to food, fast food. He had type 2 diabetes, and he had several uh, mental illnesses, depression, anxiety, and so forth, right? And he went to one of these whole food immersions that Scott, uh, I don't think he was in Scott's class, but he went to one of those whole food immersions. And one day he tried to kill himself. He overdosed on pills and as he says in the book and in and on, in the film, he woke up in a pool of vomit surrounded by garbage. And he was immensely grateful that he did not die. And that became seconds. the turning, right? And it was a second chance at life, and he took it. And today, he lost half his body weight. He's no longer diabetic. He no longer has the mental disorders that he did. In fact, he is a strong believer. This is something very interesting that not many people in the plant-based world talk about. Ten he is con okay. <laughs> He's convinced that mental disorders have their root in diet. Fascinating. Oh, my goodness. And it, it is a tremendous book, guys. Everybody, you got to read it. 
going to be the last book I recommend as the host of Main Street Vegan, Disease Reversal Hope. Stay with us through these messages. We'll be back with more. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for joining us. This is UnityOnlineRadio.org, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Main Street Vegan with your host, Victoria Moran. Hey, everybody. Lovely to have you back. I realized that when I was talking about Jeff and how cool he was, our engineer earlier, that I mentioned the other engineer at Unity Online Radio only by first name. His name is Louis Pagan. And so thanks very much to Louis, uh, editor extraordinaire and another really great guy out there. May you have a wonderful, wonderful life going forward. Uh, Doors close, windows open to all sorts of beautiful and wonderful things. And we're just going to know that for you guys and for everybody else in any kind of transition, wherever you might be. And for those of you who have been listening to this show for a while but were not connected otherwise, please be connected. Please come to MainStreetVegan.net and you might get a pop-up or you might have to just scroll down to where it says, want to be a Main Street Vegan? And that's how you can sign up for my weekly blog and occasional newsletter. And then you'll know everything about you know where the show is and what else is going on. Nothing else will change. Main Street Vegan Academy, where you can train and be certified as a vegan lifestyle coach and educator is absolutely continuing. Our next class on Zoom is happening this October. And one last time on Unity Online Radio, just for listeners, I do want to give you a code that will save you 20% on tuition at Main Street Vegan Academy. And that code is KINDNESS with a capital K, 20. So do do check us out and also uh, social media all over the place. You can find me at uh, Victoria Moran, author and Main Street Vegan, pretty much wherever you want to look. And we will put all that information along with the URLs for all of today's guests on the show notes at MainStreetVegan.net. So as um, those of you who are watching on YouTube can see that we have been joined by uh, another guest, and he is Peter Goldstein. So much in keeping with the work of, of the other two guests. Peter has a very exciting one-question survey out there at wedidit.health. The reason being, we need to reach people with this incredible information. Welcome, Peter. Well, thank you so very much, Victoria. I, 
I so appreciate being here on your farewell show. It's been such an amazing series for you. And, and I'm so honored to be here with, with Dan and Dr. Stahl. And I, I'm so honored for this opportunity to share what we're doing. And, uh, you know, we're, I have been passionate about, about wellness for a long time. I've been vegetarian for over 15 years and a whole food plant-based for probably about five or six years. And I have been really, I'm not personally, I'm not a wellness practitioner myself. I, my background is in business. And so when I look at, at this movement, when I look at the fact that we have a solution for the chronic diseases, as we keep seeing demonstrated, and actually some of this this information has been with us since 1948 when the National Health Association first started uh, promoting a, a plant-based uh, health. Um, and so when I look at this and I see that you know, doctors are showing us that we could save as much as 80% of our healthcare costs and all that pain and suffering by ch simply changing lifestyle. It just, it just totally amazes me that I don't think that 1% of the world population has embraced the whole food plant-based lifestyle. And yet it's something that could be saving just in the United States alone, saving $3 trillion in, in, healthcare costs and pain and suffering. So um, so for me, I've embraced the, the idea, I've changed my lifestyle. And then when I tell other people about it, I get pushed back. It's like people leave the room if I start talking about, about changing lifestyle. And so it occurred to me at one point that, you know, they, they look at me like I'm talking about some wacko doctor in a cave in the middle of the Pacific Ocean someplace. And so I thought, well, how cool would it be to show people that there are, in fact, lots and lots of people benefiting from changing lifestyle and, and, and being and thriving and being energetic and getting off medications and, and being, being so happy and so healthy and living a long healthy life. So the idea came to, to create the scoreboard. So we have a simple one question survey. We ask if you've benefited from a plant-based lifestyle, just simply check off all the different ways you're benefiting, whether it's, it, it's cancer or diabetes or heart disease or sleeping better, uh, having more energy, all the ways that, that people are, are thriving. And, and then the dream is, uh, we're calling it the Million Healthy Lives Scoreboard. And we have a ticker that's a lot like a stock ticker that goes across the bottom of our website. And, and the vision is that one day we'll have that ticker running across the billboard at Times Square showing the world that, in fact, you know, it, there's 285,000 people that have reverse type 2 diabetes by changing lifestyle or, you know, whatever the numbers are, some huge numbers. So, so let's show the world that this is real. Let's show the world the evidence. We, you know, I think we must have at least 100,000 studies that Dr. Greger has reviewed that shows all the different aspects of the science and and the impact uh, nutrition has on our lives. But you know what, Let, let's show the world that this is real, that, that so many people are in fact benefiting. So I definitely would like to invite everybody to join us on the scoreboard, we did it, that health, and take, 
take less than a minute and answer one simple question. And then if, if you'd like to leave your success story, uh, we'd love to have that. And so many people have done so. And and people love the stories just as the stories in the book. They're, there's just amazing stories. And this is so real. And all the suffering can stop. And, and of course, all this suffering, it's not just about health. It's It happens to also be the solution to all the suffering of, of the animals, all their suffering, their death, all that unnecessary suffering, and also the solution to climate healing. So really by by being plant-based, we're, we're solving the three biggest problems in the world and, uh, and making this a better world, making everybody happier and healthier. And that's our mission. So together, let's show the world uh, what a plant-based lifestyle does for health, for animal justice and for the planet. So I wanted to ask you, Peter, real quick, because I know our, our time is short. Um, you also are very interested in how we communicate with those closest to us. So tell us what you're doing on that. Well, thank you for that. So really, the scoreboard is just the tip of the iceberg, because when we look around, we, we all get pushed back. We all have so much frustration in trying to tell somebody else that there's a solution to their suffering. And really, the core of our mission is to find better ways to communicate. So that's when, when you fill out the survey on our site, we, we uh, share our gift, which is a free ebook, Seven Best Practices to Inspire Our Loved Ones to, to Plan-Based Lifestyle. And, and then everything we're doing behind the scoreboard. So we're, we're looking for better ways to communicate. We're looking to, to get all of us who have been so frustrated trying to share with our friends, our loved ones, our acquaintances, trying to find, we want to find the ways that we can be confident, we can share information, we can have much better communication skills. So this is about meeting somebody where they're at. Uh, being better listeners, uh, you know, so, so there, there are, there's so much there. So really what we're doing is we're bringing experts from other disciplines to the table here. So we're bringing experts from interpersonal communications, from psychology, from leadership, and maybe even from sales to, to show us how we can confidently really have a better communications practice. Because I know that once we get better at it and get confident and, and do that better, I think we can change the world. I think that the numbers of people that will change their lifestyle to be plant-based for health, for animal justice, and for the climate, I think we, we will change that. Because to me, it's just amazing that this, this undeniable absolute truth is with us for so many decades, yet at best, a couple percent of the world has embraced it. Yeah, well, we did it.health. You can fill out the survey and, and be part of Peter's amazing work. And I, I know, Peter, you're busy. You might want to, you know, sign off. But if you want to just, you know, uh, hang out with us for the rest of the show, you're more than welcome to do that. And I just want to get back to, to Dan and, and Dr. Stoll. So what do you guys think about this whole communication thing? Do you think we're we're too excited, we're too enthusiastic, we're pushy. What, what's your kind of sweet spot for getting the word out? Either one of you. Yeah, you know, I'll start. Um, you know, I see this as like a, a hope-filled message, kind of the title of our book, Disease Reversal Hope. You know, 
this is an opportunity to share hope with people that don't have hope. Um, medicine is really, uh, and by our training, a hopeless um, uh, enterprise. You know, I just had a person that I started taking care of that was uh, working with their doctor, and the doctor told them, you know, this is the worst case I've ever seen. In fact, it's going to get a lot worse over the next few years, and it's going to cut your life short. That was the that was the lead, that was the message that was given to this patient as they left the office, and that's not uncommon today. And so I feel like we have you know an imperative to bring hope to people. We're not being pushy. We're simply offering this tremendous opportunity. It's a gift that we're presenting to people to not only radically transform their lives, you know. Preventing, suspending, reversing disease are great, but feeling better every day, waking up with energy and a clear mind, depression, anxiety being alleviated, having purpose and passion. That, you know, as Peter was saying, you know, participating in this great endeavor of stewarding the planet for the next generation, you know, of climate healing, which I love that term, Peter. That's what we need to be uh, using in a proactive way of, you know, alleviating suffering of every kind, including animals. You know, it's it is uh, it's one of the greatest ways for us to to maximize our purpose and to live with passion while we're here on the planet. And so, you know, I lead with love and I lead with hope, and I see it as an opportunity to invite people into the greatest journey and adventure of their lives. So cool. How about you, Dan? Well, I'll answer your question. I'll answer it in another way. You were asking about communication. And um, uh, Scott actually wrote a wonderful uh, part of a, a chapter that he wrote where he talks about the power of stories throughout human history. And stories are very powerful. And, and you know, we've gotten feedback from readers that say, this is a great book because people are telling me their stories. It's not doctors, I hear doctors telling me how much better I would be if I was on a plant-based diet. But to hear someone tell their stories, that's really powerful. And and I think that's what the message is about. The stories will convince you more than anything. Mm. I think so too. What about the conflicting evidence or the conflicting stories out there? I read a few months ago that that a large group of medical personnel voted on all the diets and the diet that they voted as the best was Mediterranean. And we didn't come out too bad. I think we were 17 or something for whole food plant-based and 19 for Ornish. It's almost like, aren't they pretty similar? But anyway, why aren't why aren't we winning? Well, there's a number of reasons. I'll start and then I'll let Dan finish. Um, part of it is just awareness and exposure. You know, as we said earlier, physicians just don't know. This message has, you know, not penetrated um, maybe more than an inch deep in the healthcare profession globally. And so they, you know, lots of physicians have heard about the Mediterranean diet. It's been around for a long time. Uh, the Mediterranean diet is uh, seemingly more fun and more acceptable because there's wine and cheese and, you know, and uh, olive oil and some other things in that diet that make it more attractive. But a lot of it is that they just don't know. You know, 
I'm happy that we're on the list in the middle of the list. You know, that's good news. We've made a lot of progress in the last 10 years because 10 years ago, people didn't even know what we were talking about. So at least we're on the list and we're moving up. Uh, and true, it just tells me that we have a lot more work to do. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I'll, I'll pitch it back to Dan and he can take the next section there. Um, I, I think you nailed it on the head. Uh, we physicians and everybody knows about the Mediterranean diet. Physicians do healthcare professionals, it's gotten so much promotion, it would be hard for it not to come out as number one. Uh, but uh, plant-based whole food has not gotten that promotion, not yet, but it will. It's gaining ground for sure. Well, and, and thank you for disease reversal. Hope I can hardly wait for the movie. Oh my gosh. Uh, that's going to be grand. So um, we've talked a lot about how this way of life is seen in the medical world. But you mentioned, or Peter mentioned being coming from the world of business, you're a businessman. What do you see out there in the world of kind of the movers and shakers and people that are doing a lot in the world? Where are they with the diet? And how do they respond when they find out what you're doing? Uh, you're asking me I am. or you're asking, you are. Okay. So I harbor, uh, a vision, which Scott knows about, but, um, more projects keep coming up that derail me. One, one of the projects that Scott and I just started is a new book, uh, called weight reversal, hope, weight reversal, hope, real people, real stories, because, when you look at disease reversal hope, probably three quarters of the stories are by people who were obese or overweight. It is such a persistent common problem, right? It's estimated that 75% of Americans are overweight, if not outright obese. So it is a huge issue. And we think weight reversal hope uh, will help guide people to the right path, not the keto path. A lot of people are jumping on that keto bandwagon. This is a healthy way to lose weight, whole food, plant-based. Keto is not healthy, as we know. Um, but in a project for 2023 will be to launch something that I call the Disease Reversal Association, a nonprofit that's completely dedicated to whole food, plant-based, and what it can do in many different dimensions. And my plan is to, I'd like to get it funded with $100 million. And to do that, I have to go out to the big movers and shakers who can write big checks and induce them to do that. So that's my personal project for next year. And we'll see how that goes. Gosh, Dan, I'm sorry you can't think big. <laughs> that I... That's amazing. And to me, just presenting it to these people, you know, just going up to the CEOs and all those folks with, with the evidence, the scientific evidence and, and the stories. Well, I, I'll tell you how this came about. Dr. Esselstyn said to me, you know, Dan, I've worked with a lot of people. Some of them are quite wealthy. And, you know, he's a doctor. He doesn't, he's not a businessman. He's a doctor. So he doesn't know how to go about soliciting contributions of that magnitude. I, I, that's something that I do quite a bit, quite routinely. I have no compunctions. 
So I said, Essie, just point me in the direction, give me your Rolodex, and I'll go after them, right? And it's all for a good cause. Oh, that's wonderful. And then in your spare time, you could uh, do a seminar on how other people can learn to do the same thing. That's probably a good skill for a lot of people who, who want to do good in the world. So I do want to do a little closure to the Main Street Vegan podcast and just talk about some of the things that we've done over the past 10 years and name a few people and then let all of you gentlemen kind of weigh in at the end. So thank you so much for your indulgence. But I just want to share with people who maybe haven't been with me for the whole 10-year run that we started. In June of 2012, I was on tour with the book Main Street Vegan and got a call from Unity Online Radio. And they said, uh, you want to have a radio show? You could call it Main Street Vegan. It's about time we get back to our roots because Unity is a Christian denomination founded by vegetarians back in the 1890s. And that kind of fell away. And now the CEO, um, uh, Shad Groverland, is vegan. And so some of those things are coming back. So in the beginning, this show was co-hosted by my daughter, Adair Moran, and myself. She is a lifelong vegan, and she works as a stunt performer and professional aerialist. So, you know, sometimes people say, oh, all those vegan, you know, muscle people, they built their muscle before. No, they didn't, because I've been with her from the beginning. So for about the first six months, we were co-hosted, and then she uh, went on to other things. Our very first guest was J.L. Fields, who was in the very first graduating class of Main Street Vegan Academy. And now she's written all kinds of cookbooks and she does consultations with all kinds of businesses. And I just want to go through some of the many areas that this way of living touches and mention some of the people who have been part of this program for the past 10 years. We were just talking about business and some of the business people that we've had on are David Bensequin, entrepreneur, Stephanie Redcross of Vegan Mainstream, who knows all about being a vegan solopreneur, Seth Goldman from Beyond Foods, Claire Smith of Beyond Animals, who's got the vegan investing thing going, and Katrina Fox, who used to be with Forbes, and she's now just doing all sorts of wonderful independent work in Australia and around the world for vegan business. And then in the culinary realm, Miyoko Shinner, Cheese Whisperer, Janae Clyborn, Sweet Potato Soul, Vegan Risha, Chef's, Chef Chad Sarno and Chef Matthew Kenny, Chef Jason Robel and Chef Fran Costigan, wonderful cookbook authors, Nava Atlas, Linda Long, Carly Bodrug. In the world of animal rights, and this is what really brought me to this way of life, I've always done it as a whole food plant-based person because back when I started, that was pretty much all we had. And we also had to convince everybody that we wouldn't die. So we worked real hard at being healthy. And some of my um, heroes for the animals, Ingrid Newkirk of PETA, Jasmine Singer and Marianne Sullivan of Our Hen House, Alex Hershaft, Farm Animal Rights Movement, Peter Singer, the philosopher who actually coined the term animal rights in his 1975 book, Animal Liberation, Anita Krejcik of the Save Movement, Jane Velez Mitchell of Unchained TV, 
Genesis Butler, who started in this when she was, I think, seven years old, Jean Bauer of Farm Sanctuary, Kathy Stevens of Catskill Animal Sanctuary, Freya Dinshaw and Anne Dinshaw of the American Vegan Society. It was Freya and her late husband, Jay, who believed in me when I couldn't believe in myself until I could get this thing together. Colleen Patrick Boudreau, photographer, Joanne MacArthur. In the health world, all the wonderful doctors, uh, Dr. Campbell, Dr. Ornish, Dr. Greger, Dr. David Katz from Yale, Dr. Neil Barnard, Dr. Joel Furman, Dr. Joel Kahn, Dr. Frank Sabatino, Dr. Alan Goldhammer, Dr. Brooke Goldner, Dr. Saray Stansick, Dr. Caldwell Esselstyn Jr., Dr. Rudolph Tanzi, and just last week, Dr. David Jenkins of the University of Toronto. And in addition, we've had wonderful guests about health who aren't doctors. They're just health mavens. The actress, Mary Lou Henner, the raw food expert, Karen Ramsey, the medical intuitive, Muzina Ahmed, nutritionist, Kimberly Snyder, dietitians, Brenda Davis, Marty Davey, Visanto Molina, Chef AJ, and Marco Borges, who made his name in the world by being the trainer to Beyonce. In the environmental area, we've had Jay Morris Hicks and Dr. Silas Rao, James McWilliams, Neil Zacharias, and John and Ocean Robbins. In the world of spirituality and inspiration, Rabbi Shmuley Yanklowitz, Rishi Chidananda, Ruby Warrington, Pramoda Chitrabanu, who's a Jane, beautiful, beautiful path, and Ellen Kanner, author of Feeding the Hungry Ghost. We've had some celebrities, Moby, uh, Jerome Flynn, he was Braun on Game of Thrones, Elaine Hendricks, Ivana Lynch from the Harry Potter films, Susie Welch, longtime Today Show correspondent. From the world of sports, we've had John Sally from the NBA and ultramarathoner Rich Roll, bodybuilders Robert Cheek, Tori Washington, and um, Nimai Delgado, who was on the show just after he was on the cover of Muscle and Fitness. And when I walked up to the newsstand to buy Muscle and Fitness with this gorgeous young guy without a shirt and without much else, the woman behind the counter thought, old ladies aren't what they used to be. We've also had on Dotsie Bausch, the skater, Ruth Heydrich, octogenarian runner, Rip Esselstyn, Ellen Jaffe Jones. From the world of fashion, Anna Tagliabue, Joshua Catcher, John Bartlett, Leanne Hilgard. This way of life touches everything and touches everyone. And there was a phrase said to me on this show by someone who's with us today, Dr. Scott Stoll. I will carry this with me for the rest of my life, and I give it to you to take with you as well. The only thing that we really have from this life is our choices. May you make beautiful choices, as I say to you for the last time. God bless you. Eat your veggies.
Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation Podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.